Welcome to The God Solution, where we discuss answers to humanity's questions about God and God's answers for humanity's questions. I'm Nate Herbst, and I'm here in the studio today with Jake. Thanks for having me, Nate. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, welcome to Fort Lewis to all you new students. We've been out meeting a ton of you this week. It's been exciting getting to know you and seeing where you're coming from and what you think about life's big questions. And it's exciting that you're here. This is my favorite time of year. I love getting to meet all the new freshmen every fall. And it's been a blast getting out there and meeting you all. And Jake, you've been out there too. What have you thought so far? Bunch of cool kids out there. It's been a lot of fun to meet some people. Really excited to get to know people more and just build relationships and have a lot of fun through all of that. Absolutely. Well, we are a part of a student organization called Connect. We'll be meeting this Tuesday at 6 p.m. in the amphitheater. It's going to be a great time. I really hope you'll be there. We're going to be giving away an iPad mini and a ton of other prizes. But more importantly, we're going to be growing closer to God. And it's a great time. You're going to get to hear Jake lead us in some great times of praise. And you're going to hear a good solid message. And there's going to be pizza. It'll be a lot of fun. I hope you'll see us this Tuesday at 6 p.m. in the amphitheater. Well, the beginning of a new school year brings a sense of expectation. And I'm sure each one of you stepping onto campus is thinking of all the future may hold. Nobody comes into campus thinking, I want to be a failure. <laughs> but the reality is, is that you can either go up or down. Nobody comes into college and stays level. Nobody comes into college and stays at exactly the same place that they currently are. You're either going to be influenced or you're going to influence others. You're either going to go up or you're either going to go down. You're going to do one or the other. You can't stay stagnant. My hope is that you'll go up and that this will be one of the greatest times of your life. Yeah, Nate, and just speaking as a senior, I can just say from personal experience that I look back on who I was my freshman year of college and I'm a completely different person. And I and I, and I can say with complete confidence that I've grown a lot just in different ways, spiritually, physically, educationally. I've grown in lots of ways and consider myself a very different person than I was at the beginning. So Jake and I are going to share with you 10 ways that you can thrive here in college. And these are great tips. You can take these to the bank. They're time tested and proven. And I'm confident that if you'll apply the 10 key steps that we share this morning, You'll look back at your college experience four or five or six years from now with a sense of joy based on your accomplishment. And I don't think you'll look back with the regret that so many experience because they start off on the wrong track. I wish somebody would have shared these 10 principles with me my freshman year. So anyway, Jake, let's get right to it. The first principle that we wanted to share is self-discipline. You'll be distracted in ways that you've never been distracted before here on campus. You're approaching this new stage of life with all sorts of freedoms that you never imagined before now. The parents aren't here. You're in a new place. You have your own place to live. You have your own money, your own car, most of you, many of you at least. And now you can actually live your life the way you want to live your life. Well, accompanying that freedom are many different distractions. Yeah, Nate, just like you said, you have a lot more at your disposal without restrictions that you may have had with your parents. Uh, so now that you have all this time, you have all these resources, you basically are given the, uh, the responsibility of choosing what to make of these things. You have to choose whether you want to be a, a good steward of the things that you have in front of you and you want to uh, make good choices and 
weigh the pros and cons between the things that you have or if you're just going to succumb to the pressures that you're going to face because there's going to be a lot of different options, a lot of different things uh, that you can give your, your time to. So. so I would encourage you to be self-disciplined. I've heard since I was a child that you will either be self-disciplined or externally disciplined. I would like to pick self-discipline rather than external discipline. And the reality is, is if you decide to be self-disciplined and to do what you know needs to be done the right time, the right place, the right way, the first time, you're going to thrive at college. Yeah, and it's not going to come easy either. It's going to be something you're going to have to cultivate in your own life. You're going to have to start with small things and have discipline with those. And slowly you're going to work your way up and be able to have discipline with greater things. But it's definitely something you're going to have to work towards and try hard at. It's not going to come easy. Absolutely. But the reward is so good. That's right, Nate. The next thing that we'd like to encourage you in is to stay healthy. And it sounds pretty simple and it sounds like something that probably you've all already realized. But seriously, watch your sleep. I remember there was a time when my wife and I, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was my girlfriend. We started dating and we'd stay up till midnight, one, two, three in the morning talking every single night. And we were exhausted for class the next day. And I remember Aaron, who is now my wife, had professors pull her aside and say, whatever you do, you need to start sleeping because that is going to help you out in this class. And I've seen students over the years, because I've been working with students the past nine years full-time in this ministry, that don't get sleep. And some of those students that, for whatever reason, just never get the sleep they need, fail in school. So that's one huge key, watching your physical health. Yeah, and with that, it starts definitely with sleep, because as you get more sleep, your body is going to have a better immune system. It's going to be more effective in staying healthy. But then it goes down the line from that, just your lifestyle choices and things like that. Durango is a great place. There's lots of fun stuff to do, great and easy ways to exercise, like go rock climbing, ride your bike take a hike, do anything like that, uh, as well as uh, not just sleep and the things you do, but also just watching what you eat, because there's a lot of different things that you can eat at the cafeteria, making different choices on healthy things to eat or not healthy things to make uh, to eat. And so that also comes with self-discipline, choosing the things that you eat, um, and that will all kind of collect together to help you be a healthier pers person. Absolutely. So physical health, sleep, diet, exercise, and like Jake said, you live in the greatest place on God's earth for outdoor activities. Absolutely. So make the most of it. I remember I snowboarded like crazy my first year at school. I think I got in over 100 days on the mountain. And Jake here is a phenomenal rock climber. But I think that if you're in Durango, it would be quite the shame not to take advantage of the beauty of the environment all around us. So exercise, eat healthy, sleep, stay healthy. And I think all of that will contribute to thriving in college. Yep, that's great, Nate. So the next issue that I think will help a ton, and it goes quite in line with the previous two, self-discipline and physical health, is time management. And that is so vitally important when you're in school because, like we said before, you're going to have so many distractions. Now, those could come in a lot of different areas, but ultimately each of those is going to dwindle away time that you only have so much of. So... Learning to schedule your time, learning to make the most of your time, learning to be diligent with the time that you have is a key that many people don't learn till later in college, but it will help you succeed in college. Yeah, Nate, you're exactly right about that. 
And it's going to depend on what kind of person you are. Some people are naturally gifted with the ability to uh, get after things in their day and uh, accomplish a lot. But if you're anything like me, you have to write down a list of things you have to accomplish during the day or maybe even make a schedule of things you have to accomplish in that day. And be, be disciplined with that. You know, If you say you're going to accomplish something, do that. You know, Use your time in that way. Don't put things off. Manage your time well. Absolutely. And that will lead to getting ahead. If you get ahead in classes instead of always being behind and freaking out, I remember as a student sometimes having papers due the next morning and working on them at midnight the night before. That's crazy. But if you're working on things ahead and getting ahead, you're going to be living without stress. You're going to be confident that you're going to get good grades because you've had plenty of time to do the job that you need to do. And that all goes back to time management. And if you're one of those people who maybe doesn't have any problems studying, but you actually quite like to do it, uh, on the opposite side, we challenge you to uh, budget into your time things that are going to be good for you, like hanging out with other people, like spending time doing things that are just fun, not worrying so much about classes. you got to have a balance in life as well. It's not just all about studying. So time management is key. And if you learn to manage your time wisely, you're going to thrive in school. There are so many resources that you can use from... <laughs> calendars online to apps on your phone that you can use to make the most of your time here at college. Manage your time and you'll succeed in college for sure. Okay, number four. The next one is manage your money. Most of you don't have tons of money as college students. I would encourage you that you're still percentile-wise some of the richest people on the planet and so even though according to American standards you might not think that you have a ton of money, Manage the money that you do have wisely. And I would even encourage you to make financial sacrifices in the short term in order to have financial freedom in the long term. Maybe go without some of the things that everybody else has now so that you can get out of college with less debt. My wife and I both were able to graduate without any student loans, and it was like winning the lottery to be able to get out of college and not have huge student loans to pay off. I would encourage you to look forward and wonder what your life will be like four years from now and think about how much debt you want to have at that time. Do you want to buy a house when you get out of college? Are you looking to start a family? All those things are going to take money, and if you have $100,000 in debt, it's going to be really hard to make some of those things happen. So manage your money very wisely. Nate, one thing that I did that really helped me a lot to save money over the years um, and is actually preventing me from having any student loans is with my housing situation uh, for my uh, sophomore and junior year of college, I actually chose to share a bedroom with somebody. Um, and the way that worked is I was living with four other guys, I mean three other guys in a two-bedroom apartment. And uh, because of that, I saved hundreds of dollars over the course of those two years uh, just for making that one small decision. Uh, so there's many things that you can do, but just looking at how you're spending your money, like Nate said, uh, will in the long term, just those short-term decisions will help in the long term uh, as far as how you save your money. Absolutely. I promise you five years from now, you're not going to be thinking, I wish I would have gone to that movie, or I wish I would have gone out to eat more often, I wish I would have had a little bit of a nicer apartment, but you will be so thankful that you made it through college without accumulating the massive, massive amount of debt that so many have. I think the average debt for the average graduating college student right now in America is $37,000. And I've personally known students that are getting close to 100000 graduating from Fort Lewis College. It's unbelievable. And I would just encourage you, if you can avoid that, it will help you thrive in college, and it will really help you thrive after college. 
Yeah, and with all this, though, you just have to keep in mind that you need to have balance in your life. And so you don't want to be the type of person who's always worried about saving money at the cost of the relationships that you have with people around you. Definitely still spend money. Definitely still go out and have fun with your friends. But just do it wisely. Be a good steward of the money that you have and be disciplined with it. Absolutely. And all these things, your time, your health, your money, these are all gifts from God. And we're called to steward those wisely. So do a wise job as you handle these different issues. Well, that leads us to the fifth topic, and that's don't compromise your values. I think it is so tragic when we see so many students that come to college with high standards and they know their values and they know how they want to live. And it's unbelievable to me how quickly they allow those to get exploded. I've seen students last a week or less before they've done everything they said they would not do ever in college. They've succumbed to peer pressure. I just want to tell you flat out, you're valuable. When other people try to get you to do things that you don't feel comfortable with, to give you a sense of approval, that's ridiculous. You are already so valuable. And if they are trying to get you to go against your values so that you'll be accepted by them, you don't need their acceptance. You should be accepted for who you are, not for what you do when you're around other people. I would encourage you to hold strong on your values and to stand strong on your values and to find people that love you for who you are, not for acting like they want you to act. And I'll just say, as a non-denominational Christian group on campus, no matter who you are, we will love you to the best of our ability with Christ's love, how Christ made you. And we are not going to encourage you to do things that contradict your values to be accepted by human beings. I just want you to know you are so valuable and you don't need to compromise your values to be accepted by other people. Stand strong for what you believe and stand strong on your values. Yeah, Nate, just completely agree with that. And just want to say that one of the greatest ways I think you can help in that is just like Nate kind of already mentioned, is just surrounding yourself with people who do maybe share the same values as you. And that's going to help you not succumb to those people who are going to try to get you to change those things. And so um, definitely surround yourself with those people, and that's going to help you in that battle. Absolutely. I'll just share a very short, short story. When I was a student, I was a sponsored snowboarder, and I went to the International Snowboarding Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada, my freshman year. And while I was there, I ended up getting plastered drunk. And I'd never been drunk in my life. I always said I never would get drunk. And the team representative was putting Jim Beam in people's Cokes. And I didn't want to be the weird one that said, hey, listen, I don't want to get drunk. And so I just kind of laughed and laughed and kept drinking my Coke. And he kept putting more in. And he's doing it to everybody. And I didn't want to stand up and say, don't do that to me. The next thing I knew, I was waking up in the hotel room the next morning with puke all over myself, and I didn't even know how I got back to the hotel room. I would never do anything like that again, and I feel so ashamed of that one event back in 1999, in the spring of 1999. But I'll tell you what, God got my attention that night, and I was resolved to never, never make a stupid decision like that again, and to stand strong for my values and to not compromise those. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The God Solution on KDUR 91.9 and 93.9 FM in Durango and KDUR.org online. You're listening to The God Solution, and we're thrilled that you're listening. All the freshmen are coming back, and so we're talking about the top 10 ways to thrive in college. 
whether you're a freshman or not, these 10 key issues will help you in your life, wherever you happen to be, whatever stage you happen to be in. So I hope you get a lot out of the rest of the show. We've talked about five of the first 10, and those were self-discipline, physical health, time management, money management, and not compromising your values. We have five more to go, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, Nate, so the next one we have is talking about friends, you know, surrounding yourself with friends who are going to be positive for you, who are going to be good for you, who have your best interests in mind. And uh, I got to say that my time here at Fort Lewis would not be the same if it weren't for the friends that I surrounded myself with. People who, one, share the same, you know, physical interests that I have, like going out and rock climbing or the people who like to be healthy with me or who like to uh, just be do well in school with me but just uh more so than that uh what's been great for me is to surround myself with strong people who believe the same thing that i do uh believing that uh, jesus is lord and that he came to save us from our sin um and just having somebody to fight that fight with me to fight the good fight of faith with me has been really effective really encouraging um and so thankful for that and uh it would not have been the same experience without those people absolutely the bible tells us that bad company corrupts good character and it's so true you will become who you hang out with. It is a rule of life. And influence is directional. What I mean by that is you're either going to influence those around you or they are going to influence you. Influence is going to go one way or the other. It is doubtful that you'll be able to maintain a passive position and not be influenced when you're surrounding yourselves with people that are a negative influence. And so I would encourage you to pick your friends very wisely and to do that right now. I've seen students come in, top-notch students that are ready to do great in school and to become incredible contributors to society that surround themselves with very poor influences the first week of school, and they just bomb out of school. So I'd encourage you right now to find positive friends that are going to encourage you that are going to support you, that aren't going to spend their time trying to get you to do things that you don't want to do, but rather will support you for who you are, encouraging you for who you are, helping you stand strong as the person that God made you to be. And like Jake said, that involves what we call fellowship. And that's just this big word for real community, where you can find real people that love God, that love you, and they're going to encourage you right where you're at. And again, I'll pitch it again. This Tuesday at 6 p.m. in the amphitheater, Connect is going to be meeting. We'll be meeting at Noble 125 if it rains, but if it's good weather, we'll be in the amphitheater at 6 p.m. on Tuesday. And you'll be able to meet a ton of other good friends that are going to provide great encouragement for you for your entire time here at Fort Lewis College. So I really hope that you'll get plugged in, and I hope that you'll commit. It's so easy to get involved in a group like that and just kind of flounder and jump from group to group to group to group rather than really committing. And I think when you really commit and say, I'm a part of this group, even when people in the group make me mad, but I'm going to grow here. When you really commit, you end up getting such encouragement from people over the long haul. And you get to see that they're there in the long run. They don't just leave you here or there. So anyway, yeah develop good friendships while you're here at college. Yeah, Nate, and the next thing on the list that we have is uh, living life with purpose while you're here at school. And that is, you know, having intentions for what you want to accomplish at school and getting after those things. If we don't live with purpose, 
we're going to end up as failures. You've probably heard that if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. We've talked about distractions. We've talked about money management, time management. We've talked about physical health. All of those things are good, but if they don't exist in the context of a life purpose, they're going to be just random, and you won't be able to keep them at the level they need to be. When you have a life purpose that you know, and the Bible says that God has one for you, if you don't know what your life purpose is, come to Connect on Tuesday, and you'll begin to be able to find out what your life purpose is. But if you don't have a life purpose, even written out so that you know what it is, you'll be easily distracted from so many things. But when you have a strong sense of why you're here on this planet, if you understand what would be missing if you weren't here, if that picture is in your head of why you're here and what would be missing if you weren't, if that picture is driving you here at school, you're going to thrive here in college. Yeah, Nate, that's great. And that just comes with taking really practical steps. While they may seem silly, writing goals out, like writing things that you want to accomplish while you're here at school, uh, and just having those lists of things and just uh, taking the real steps, realistic, practical steps towards accomplishing those goals. Um, and that, that's, you know, I know that's in a smaller context, uh, in a smaller, I guess, um, sort of sense, but it's really good to write those things out and, and go towards them. Absolutely. So number eight, and this is one of my favorite, Jake, is critical thinking. So often we see people that come to college and they're ready to accept and believe anything that anybody says. They develop what I call bumper sticker worldviews. If you're not familiar with the word worldview, it basically means the lens through which you see life. How do you view everything around you? And a lot of times, people develop these bumper sticker worldviews. They incorporate things that they literally read on bumper stickers or trite phrases that they hear friends say, and they become their belief system almost thoughtlessly. I heard somebody say, for example, one time when I asked him what he thought about God, he said, I think it's wrong to have a firm position on anything. And I told this man, isn't that kind of a firm position? He had no way to respond. His mouth was wide open, and he sat there looking like he was about to cry. Nobody had ever challenged his bumper sticker worldview. He had a very firm position on a very big issue while he was judging everybody else on their firm positions. It was hilarious, but it's how he'd lived many years of his life. So I would encourage you to be a critical thinker, to learn critical thinking skills, to take what you hear from other students, from friends, to take what you hear from your TV or the internet, to take what you hear even from your professors and check it out for yourself. Know for sure that what you're buying as your belief system is legitimate. And I would take this back to your Christian faith if you are a Christian. Mm -hmm. yep. Your Christian faith is as solid as anything can be. In fact, I would go so far as to say it is the only logically sustainable worldview. I would encourage you to know your stuff because it will be challenged in the classroom. Again, if you can come to Connect Tuesday at 6, we are committed to helping you be confident in what you believe and giving you the information and the resources to defend that. If you don't know what you believe about God, investigate, research, discover, because the evidence for Christ is overwhelming. Although you might not hear that from friends or bumper stickers or professors, it's true. So develop your critical thinking skills so that you'll be able to think through things for yourself. I hope that at college you'll learn how to think, not just what to think. Yeah, Nate. 
there's going to be a lot of things that you hear in class, a lot of things you learn that, in all honesty, you might forget. You're not going to remember every bit of information you learn. You're not going to remember every single word that you read in the textbooks. But you are going to learn and grow in your ability to think, your ability to think critically about things, your, your ability to learn about things. And that translates over into your spiritual life. Nate and I believe that that Jesus is the one true living God and like that he is the only way to salvation. And we don't need to try to convince you about that because we believe the proof is pretty good. So check it out for yourself. Because if we can talk you into it, you, somebody else can talk you out of it. You need to check it out for yourself. All right. Now, here's the big one. How to thrive in your grades and how to pass all your classes. It's really simple. I think it really boils down to doing your homework and going to class every day. Seriously, if you'll do those two things, you're going to graduate with honors. Guaranteed. If you'll just go to all your classes and just do all your homework, I'm pretty sure you'll graduate with honors. Students, you'll find that a lot of the classes that you're taking here will have really high percentage values on your participation. So if you show up to your classes, that's going to make a huge difference, not only in your grades, but in also the relationship that you have with your professor. And if there comes a time where you struggle or something happens in your life where something goes wrong with uh, something back home and you have to miss a lot of work, your, your well-built relationship that you have with your professor is going to help you to still succeed in that class because of the respect that you've shown them by showing up to their class. They're not going to hold your hand on a lot of these classes. They're going to give you the full freedom to not even come if you want to. It's going to be up to you just going back to managing your time well, being disciplined, to wake up for those early classes, to go to those late afternoon classes when you may want to be skiing instead, and take the time to go. Take the time to do your homework. Just take the time in the little things. It's going to make the hugest difference. Absolutely. So do your homework and go to class, and your grades will pan out just fine. I guarantee it. All right, finally, number 10. This is, I think, the most important rule of all of life and definitely the most important one of school. And that's your walk with God. I've seen survey after survey that says that people dread the lack of spirituality that they encounter in college. Well, we're here to hopefully correct that a bit and to give you an opportunity to grow spiritually at college. The reality is, though, that God has made you a spiritual being. We've been doing surveys the last couple days, and we have encountered hundreds of students We've probably done between 300 and 400 surveys. And what we've found yet again is that Jesus has an incredibly high view in most people's minds, on average, around 8 out of 10, in that people, on average, are very spiritual. The average students here at Fort Lewis consider spirituality a value, and they give it maybe 7 to 8 out of 10. It's pretty incredible. Well, the reality is that you're a spiritual person. And God made you for relationship with himself. And until you have that relationship, Jesus said you'd be stumbling through the darkness. But he says that when you come to him, he will give you the light of life so that you don't have to stumble through the darkness anymore. The Bible says that God loves you with an everlasting love. That his thoughts for you outnumber the sands of the sea. That he has a purpose for your life. That it's not an accident that you're here. Unfortunately, it says that you and I and definitely Jake are sinners and our sin separates us from him. Sin doesn't mean that you're worse than the other guy. It just means that you're not as good as God, that you're not perfect like God is. And all of us are there. The best Christian is as sinful as the worst sinner. And I would say that most Christians would be quick to say that they are the worst sinner. The reality is that we all desperately need a savior and we can't reach God through our own efforts. 
even if we try over and over and over. If it ended there, it'd be tragic. But the Bible says that Jesus, God, became a human being, God mm -hmm. in human flesh. And he lived a perfect life that you never could. And then he died on the cross, taking all of your sins on himself. The Bible says literally nailing them to the cross so that anyone who would put their faith and trust in him could receive what the Bible calls a gift of salvation, a gift of a relationship with God through faith alone in him. So I would encourage you, if you've never taken that step, to say today, Jesus, I know I need you. I am a sinner, and I ask your forgiveness. And I ask you to come into my life and to be my Savior and Lord, to make me the kind of person that you want me to be. I put my faith and my trust in you. And the Bible says if you've taken that step, you will be adopted into his family. You'll experience an abundant life of meaning and purpose here on this planet. And you'll experience an eternity with him in heaven. Nate, that's great. And just got to say that my time here at Fort Lewis, that's been great for me to put my trust in Jesus. And it's made the hugest difference in my life. That's all that we have here on The God Solution today. Uh, just a few announcements before we sign off this Tuesday at 6 p.m. out in the amphitheater. Just wanted to remind everybody that we'll be having Connect. It'll be a great time. We'll be having a raffle, pizza, just a time to hang out and just really you can come and see what we're about as a ministry. And this morning, actually, at 930, we'll be having rides to church if anybody's interested to go out and check out the local churches here in Durango. All right. So 930 this morning at the Union bus stop, we'll see you for rides to churches. Like I always say, an open mind, honest heart, humble disposition, and diligent search always lead to Jesus. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great Sunday.